Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's the best way to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Part 2. Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Hector Navarro, and today we're continuing our series, breaking down how to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the best possible order. In Part 1, we laid out the best way to watch Phase 1 of the MCU, so be sure to go back and check that out if you haven't yet. For today's Part 2, we're taking on Phase 2 of the MCU. We've tried to not spoil any of the big twists, turns, and surprises the MCU is known for in our viewing order, but since this video might have to discuss some major events, we're issuing a slight spoiler warning now and advising you to check out the written list over on Nerdist.com. I'll see you up there. Damn betcha. And like last time, we're going to let you know if any of the following movies and TV shows aren't streaming on Disney+. Plus. The first project in Phase 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is 2013's Iron Man 3, which directly follows up the events of the Avengers with Tony Stark being a little stressed out. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Remember what I told you that I have an anxiety issue? Takes place about six months after Avengers during the holiday season of 2012. Fun fact, my name is in the credits of the movie. Yeah. The last Marvel one-shot on our list is All Hail the King, a hilarious short that follows Ben Kingsley's character after his appearance in Iron Man 3. And it also, funnily enough, sets up some stuff in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Impressive. We're placing it here before diving back into some TV stuff, so enjoy. In the fall of 2013, we had our first television series set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe debut on ABC with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And in case you were wondering, it does in fact take place in the fall of 2013, referencing almost every major event in the MCU thus far, including stuff that went down in Iron Man 3. And we're not taking on the entire first season here, though, because only the first seven episodes take place before the next film comes into play. The first Thor sequel is next, Thor The Dark World, released in 2013 and taking place the same year as confirmed by that time heist in Endgame. Back when the film was released, it was considered one of the lesser MCU movies, but we feel like it's only gotten better with age, especially with the added importance given to it by Avengers Endgame. Thanks, Avengers Endgame! We can now rejoin Phil Coulson and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for episodes 8 through 16 and carrying us into the year 2014. They deal with the events of Thor the Dark World and then have to deal with some of their own drama as we learn even more about S.H.I.E.L.D. in the next MCU film. Things start to break apart in Captain America the Winter Soldier, the next entry on our list. A film that holds up incredibly well. It established that S.H.I.E.L.D. was not all it said it was, and that had ripple effects throughout the MCU, especially in their television series. 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finished out its first season after having maybe the heaviest of bombs ever dropped onto its characters. Can they recover? Find out by watching episodes 17 through 22. Next, we're gonna hop back over to another reality entirely and see what Peter Parker, played by Andrew Garfield, is up to as a senior graduating high school in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. He's been active as Spider-Man for two years now, and even though this is the last Sony Spider-Man film before we get to see Marvel Studios take a crack at the character, the events of this movie will pay off in a big way in Phase 4. You'll see. In the meantime, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 isn't streaming on Disney+, and at the time of this recording, it's on Stars. So check it out, Stars. They got heels. Easily the riskiest endeavor for the Marvel Cinematic Universe up to this point was 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's next on our list, and it also took place around the same time it was released, the year 2014, but out in space. The year 2014 on Earth, but in space. The movie is set in space. Like a, a planet, like in outer space? The Disney Plus animated series, I Am Groot, is next on the list with its season one episode, Groot's First Steps, which take place right after the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It is adorable, but don't watch the rest of the series yet because everything after the first episode takes place after the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and we're not there yet. In 2015, Marvel set up shop at Netflix with an ambitious plan of interconnected television shows based on more street-level heroes, and the long-in-development Daredevil was the first one out of the gate. Season one takes place in early 2015, mentions the events of the first Avengers movie and its fallout, and introduces us to Matt Murdock, Wilson Fisk, and all of their friends and allies. One of the best superhero TV shows ever made, Daredevil is now streaming on Disney+. One of the smartest moves ABC television could have made when developing the street-level heroes for Netflix would be to follow up Daredevil by introducing another one of the best Marvel characters ever, and that's what they did with Jessica Jones. The hard-drinking detective, Jessica Jones has to go up against everyone's favorite purple bastard, Kilgrave, some of the most mature storytelling the MCU has offered so far. Jessica Jones season one is now streaming on Disney+. We've stayed away from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a bit, but now we can come back for season two as episodes one through 19 lead up to the events of the next Avengers movie. These early seasons of the show were a bit more connected to the main MCU movies before they started to do more of their own thing, but it's really cool to see how the series would succeed at building up what was happening in the films. Perhaps the biggest event of Phase 2 was the battle in Sokovia in Avengers Age of Ultron. What the Avengers did to stop the robot wannabe ruler Ultron would have massive effects in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as we'll see later in Captain America Civil War. But for now, enjoy the first Avengers sequel and the introduction of everyone's favorite synthesoid, Vision. In the direct aftermath of the Age of Ultron, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. pick up the pieces and finish out their Season 2 with Episodes 20 through 22. The universe continues to expand, but before it can get even bigger, it's gotta get back to the street level. With the success of Daredevil, you know they had to come back for a season two. But in addition to that, the Man Without Fear returned with a full-on build-up to a street-level team of heroes. The following handful of seasons of Netflix Marvel Television all take place relatively close to one another from late 2015 going into early 2016. But we get to start with Daredevil having to take on the iconic Punisher and the deadly Elektra in his sophomore season. It's awesome. Next up is the bulletproof black man, the hero of Harlem, the inspiration for Nicholas Coppola's name change, Luke Cage. Season one of the groundbreaking Netflix show gave us a ton of memorable moments, but seeing Luke take on both Cottonmouth, played by Mahershala Ali, and Black Mariah, played by Alfre Woodard, was incredible. 
Good thing he had Misty Knight, played by Simone Missick, to back him up. The comic book crime-fighting partner of Luke Cage is up next with the first season of Iron Fist. It's not a stellar execution, but the mythos behind Danny Rand and his mystical world is absolutely present in the show. And the best part is, we get to meet Colleen Wing, played by Jessica Henwick. And finally, after all that setup, we get to the big show, The Defenders. It's a team-up consisting of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Plus, they go up against Elektra and The Hand, who are all led by the mysterious Alexandra, played by THE Sigourney Weaver. It's so damn fun. Back to the more connected side of the MCU, we have the beginning of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s third season with episodes one through 19. At this point, we're sure that you're used to seeing the ABC series weaving through the Marvel movies and directly commenting on what transpires in those big event films. So start Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season three and we'll catch the rest in our next video. Our first web series is up next, and no, it doesn't have anything to do with Spider-Man. <laughs> WHIH Newsfront is the in-universe news program featuring reporter Christy Neverhart from the first two Iron Man movies discussing the important topics of the world of the MCU. This viral marketing campaign can be found on YouTube of all places, and the first season tees up the last entry on our list. Not too long after the events of Age of Ultron, we meet tiny superhero Ant-Man in the movie Ant-Man. Ants! Dr. Hank Pym calls out the destructive nature of the Avengers, and he might have a point. Besides, they're probably too busy dropping cities out of the sky. But for now, former thief Scott Lang joins the MCU as everyone's favorite Tic Tac. We've placed it here in our viewing order because its post credit scene brings us right up to Captain America Civil War, which we'll get to in our next video. And there you have it, y'all, the ideal viewing order for phase two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And don't worry, part three of our four-part series is coming soon, so make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a second. But tell us, what do you think? Do you have a preferred way to watch the MCU? What's your favorite entry from phase two? Let us know in the comments below, and for the very best in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com.